BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy in 2022. Investments like acquiring America's largest biogas producer, Arkea Energy, and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. If debit is your go-to card, Discover thinks it's time you get rewarded too. So check out Discover Cashback Debit, a game-changing checking account with cashback on everyday debit card purchases. That's right. Cashback isn't just for credit cards anymore. Whether it's a movie date, flea market find, or midday latte, you can start earning cash back. And did I mention there are no fees, period? Check out transaction eligibility and terms at discover.com slash cashbackdebit. Discover Bank, member FDIC. Good morning, millennials. Welcome back to the Morning Toast. Happy Thursday. After Hurricane Ida over here in New York, Mm -hmm. hope everyone is okay. Yeah, lots of flooding, some crazy videos, crazy times. Hope everyone is doing okay. May I ask you a question? Mm -hmm. Is this a piece of information that everyone knew was happening? Well, not, I didn't know. No. I only progressively knew from like storm warnings and then starting to see some stuff on social media. But like you got the flash flood alert. Yes, but the storm had already started. Like right. I'm spending, you know, living my life. No, but like I was outside last night because we recorded Redheads late last night. Right. We went home at like 8.30 and it was raining sideways. I didn't know that was Hurricane Ida. Me neither. I get dressed to go meet Brian for dinner. You know, of course, I live in a bunker. I have no windows. I'm like, oh, I bet it's hot outside. I should wear shorts. <laughs> I get all dressed up and I walk out. It's torrential. And I'm like, holy shit. And I go downtown. And as I'm driving on the FDR, like, I'm scared. I'm like, this is crazy. Yeah. I had no idea. And then I literally got stuck downtown till 2 a.m. I could not get a car. It was crazy lightning. I was like in a building with windows. So refreshing. Literally crazy ass lightning. Everyone's phones in the restaurant were going off at the same time with like the flash flood warning. And I was like, why the fuck did I leave my house? Nobody told me. Like, I didn't know. I didn't know either. I mean, you know who I blame? Blame it on the weather snitch. That is such a fucking good song. Blame it on the weatherman. Yeah, because like she gives us the weather every day. She did tell us it was going to rain all day, but she didn't tell us that we were in Ida's path. No, she did not. Maybe she gets her information also like from some bad sources. And I just think we should always be blaming it on the weatherman because the weatherman never knows what the fuck he's talking about. Ever. Ever. Um, But, you know, Brian, when we were together, he lives on the Delaware Literally, his entire property is underwater. Like, it's fucking crazy. Oh, my God. He said his pickup truck is gone. Like, he doesn't know where it is. Oh, my God. Crazy. So, it, like, it's worse for other people. Yeah. it's It was worse outside of the city in the boroughs, too. But I just have to say, the weather we're having today is so glorious. It's one of the days where you're like, I could never leave New York in the fall. You know? It's gorgeous outside. 66, slight breeze. Mm. Yeah. It really is nice. And we're just cruising into fall. And you guys, we deserve it after the summer that we put up with. No, I cannot wait. I'm telling you. I mean, I'm sure this won't actually come true. But, like, my fucking fall style is going to be sickening. Like, we'll see if that Leggings, actually happens. sweatshirts. Yeah, like, I'm done. <laughs> I'm done wearing this shit. Like, I need... That looks like fall style. This was my foray into fall. I'm falling into fall. But this is, like, old, you know, stuff. I need new stuff. Okay, new sweatshirts, new leggings? Not leggings, bitch. <laughs> like, I want to wear culottes. Like, I'm going to be a fashionista. I want to wear, like, pa- trousers. Do it. I would love to see you in a pair of trousers. You know what? I do think it's time. And I know, like, people have said this to me specifically in the past, like, as an, in- as an insult. I do think I need a stylist. Like, how do people consistently have new clothes? I've been wearing the same shit since, like, literal high school. Yeah. 
I, okay, do it. I need a rotating wardrobe. I'm an on-air camera person. Get a stylist. Reach out, you guys, but only if you shop at like ASOS. I can't be spending lots of money on clothes. Yeah. No, I'm sure you could find someone. Yeah. That's fun. I want like, um, I actually feel like that's a really good business to start. I feel like it actually exists. It's whatever. But like someone who shops online for you. I find it exhausting. My eyes hurt after a while. So hard to be you. So incredibly <laughs> difficult. You have no fucking idea. And I just want to say I'm really proud of myself. Because when I figured, I was like 10.30, I realized I was not going to get home for a while last night. I was so far from home, literally edge of the city. And I was like, all right, I guess we're just going to have to get fucked up. And I, and I did just that. Um, not only did I get home at 2 o'clock, take my makeup off, managed to remember to take Advil, drank a bottle of water, woke up, not hungover, watched Real Housewives of Beverly Hills, and got here on time. I'm proud of myself. I'm proud of you too, and I'm glad for it because we've got a lot to do today. And hungover Claudia just wouldn't be up to the task. And honestly, like, I think this is what we call like growing up. I'm kind of over hungover Claudia. She's like kind of disgusting. <laughs> <laughs> You're laughing because you agree. <laughs> no, I would never have used that word. That's not how I perceive her. Maybe not disgusting, but like she's fucking useless. Okay. And then it's just like. I don't know, like a waste of a show. And we're like taking so many days off these days. Like we can't just no, no, be wasting no, shows. It's like take a day off. If you're going to waste a show, take a day off. Enjoy mm-hmm. it. Go somewhere. Leave totally. Totally. So that's, that's, I think that's called growth. I'm really excited to hear it. You know, sometimes hungover Claudia once in a while. Yeah. Always but- a fun time. She came here a lot this summer. No, she was visiting super frequently, but I did warn everyone. I said, "You did we're, when we we're did, living in a yeah. post-pandemic world. No, do not we come felt for me. not without warning." Yeah, but I think I've kind of evolved past that. Like, if I want to get fucked up, like I'm just not coming in. Fine. I think that's what it's going to be. Okay, that's fine. So that's what you get. Sweet. Um, what did you do yesterday? Oh, I started that book you recommended. Sorry, I cannot stop talking over you. The Lion's Den. Okay. I'm like really not deep into it yet like I haven't gotten the hook yet I mean it's cute and fun they're on a private plane like I cannot complain but I haven't been reeled in yet okay you'll be reeled and then you'll be reeled again and like maybe again once more oh wow okay it's pretty it's like a long book it just keeps like changing yeah it's like five hours okay but like if you like it then you shouldn't want it to end so quickly it's good I think you'll like it because there's a lot of fabulosity and that's really your criteria yesterday was a busy day for me because we recorded the redheads last night we recapped and discussed we are the Brennans which was a really great book and it was such a fun episode of the redheads we all we came here to the studio we had dinner first which is like my new what'd you eat Serafina fuck I had Cipriani last night Jackie Chibriani is like the best restaurant. Oh, I totally forgot to mention I had the cake. Obviously, I had the fattest fucking dinner of all time. Like, do you have pasta? Well, let's start from the beginning. I ate the whole bread basket. Need to go to Chibriani because I need a salad to start. Jackie, it was so fucking good. And then I need a pasta, and then I need the cake. And ready? The new Chibriani downtown has pizza. It was okay. So I ate a whole bread, literally a whole bread basket. The guy was like, "Should we bring another one?" I'm like, "Yes." There are more people coming. Ate the whole bread basket, then a margarita pizza that was so heavenly, like I could have plotted. Then I got this, I forget what the pasta was called, but it was basically marinara and cream. So it was like a pink sauce. And they gave it family style. It was like the biggest platter ever. Oh my God, it was so... For a family of one. <laughs> literally. It was so good. And then I was so full. So we like sat, sat at the table for a while and kept drinking. And then, you know, I wasn't full anymore. So we got the cake. And the cake, Jackie, it was better than I remembered. Wow. It was so fucking good. Wow. So I just, you ate Serafina? 
Yeah, you just, you're eating too good, and I can't hear about it. It's just, like, it's not right. The way, like, especially last week, I realized, like, you just eat so good, and, like, now that I'm so... What do you think? What do you mean? ...in tune with, like, what I'm eating, and all I'm looking for is, like, a good meal. Like, you're just constantly being fed, like, delicious gourmet. Like, Olivia's cooking for you. Ben's cooking for you. Oh, we're going to Cipriani, and, like, for me, it's, like, I'm ordering Serafina again. Okay, I just have to say, like, stick with me. First of all, that's what we're learning throughout your pregnancy. (laughs) And second of all, I was literally talking about this last night with Brian. I'm like, you guys, me and Jackie have never been better. Like, we are so similar now that she's pregnant. Like, (laughs) she's tired. She's hungry. And, like, I can just finally relate to her. So, honestly, like, we've got to go to Cipriani. That's the lesson here. We do. I I forgot how much I love Cipriani. Every location. And there's so many. And they're all so different. But they're all stellar. A new one opened downtown. And, Jackie, it was the best one I'd been to. Oh, really? There's so many... The, the one, the downtown one, like the West Broadway one is like the cool one and it's good. Yeah. But I also, I love the one at the Mr. C Hotel. I think the pasta there is on. In Beverly on, Hills? No, no, no. The Mr. C in New York. Oh, where is There's that? There's a Mr. C like down by the seaport. That's where I was. Maybe the Casa The Cipriani. hotel? Yeah. But I don't think it's called a Mr. C. It is. There's so many different brands under the Cipriani like umbrella. I can't keep it's up. It's confusing. But, but it's called, all... ca- the, the, whole, the whole building is called Casa Cipriani. It's a, and it's a hotel. Brian was staying there last night. So I went to his hotel room. Oh, so maybe they rebranded. Was it, was it a Mr. C? It was a Mr. C. I love the Mr. C in Beverly Hills. Except the beds are too small for four sisters <laughs> to stay in one room, which is what we learned. Yeah, because you, they said two queen beds. I'm like, okay, we're sisters. Two of us can bunk. Not queen beds. They're fools at best. Fools at best. They're a large twin. Jackie will refer to like a bed that's like an odd shape as a Mr. C bed. No, like there is a shape of bed that is not even a full. Because I had a full in college and like that was freaking huge. A full is really similar to a queen. Yeah. But there is a size bed that is a little bit smaller than a full, a little bit bigger than a twin. And it's called a Mr. C bed because they have that (laughs) Mr. C. And we were all just like miserable that whole weekend. Like it was such a fun trip. And every time we got back to the room, we're like, ugh. Ugh, And we had to like, who are we sharing with tonight? Like get away. (laughs) That is fucking funny. Yeah. Um, so yeah, we got to eat good. Like we did not go to lunch yesterday like you promised me. Okay, because you didn't want to go either. No, I was just like kind of tired. I but. was just ready to get home to brew. Like I miss him so much. I'm just like have brew attachment. Today we need to watch Shrek too because we watched Shrek the other day, Brew and I, and he was cracking up over Donkey. He was like, this man gets me. I was like, yeah, Brew, like you are Donkey. Shrek is really good. Shrek is really good. We were influenced by Kay. And so I, I just, it was so enjoyable to watch Shrek 1. Alone, sober, adult, so good. So now we need to watch Shrek 2, and I really think Brew's going to love Puss in Boots. I'm so excited for Brew to meet Puss in Boots. Puss? Puss in Boots. Puss in Boots. Puss. Puss is like the things that come out of your pimple. Yeah, but Puss is, because he's pussy. He's a cat. cat. Yeah. Puss. He's really inappropriate. It's actually like not kid friendly. No, the whole movie is so, is the most double entendre yes. of all everything and that's how parents that's how like the the movie studios get the parents to take their kids to the movies yes but most of the cartoons are not like that like we watch moana all weekend because that's miss k's favorite favorite movie movie. oh my god i have it i've had it stuck in my head since then like and not in a good way Mm -hmm. and it's not underlying raunchiness like shrek shrek is on another level i agree yeah shrek is like actually for adults yeah or, like, at least when we saw it, we weren't watching a lot of cartoons. It was, like, we were beyond the cartoon age, but, like, the the movie slapped. Yeah, it's like Alan Gregory. It's like The Prince, it's you know. Cartoons, Alan Gregory. Cartoons for adults. Another day goes by that I don't think about Alan Gregory. So, Brew and I need to get to watching Shrek, too, because he's like, what happens with Fiona and Shrek? Like, so, are you're they saying gonna... we can't have lunch is what the message we is? We could, but you'll have to talk to Brew. Okay. I'll 
my people will talk to your people. Sweet. Um, well, we have a great show for you guys today. We do have the Real Housewives of Beverly Hills recap, the dinner party from hell, which was a very good episode. Mm-hmm. And we're going to be recapping that along with the Fast Five. So I do think without further ado. It is time for the Fast Five stories that you need to know before you wake up and take a bite out of your morning toast. And today's episode is brought to you by Spritz Society, your favorite, well, your new favorite, canned cocktail, sparkling wine, 6% ABV, started by yours truly. And we've got a Labor Day sale coming up. Um, The code is LaborDay15 at SpritzSociety.com, 15% off the entire website. So if you're looking to throw a BBQ or just have some people over. Or just stock your fridge with some premium beverages that also are stunning to look at. Try Spritz Society. We come in four flavors. We've got pineapple, grapefruit, lemonade, and blood orange. They're fabulous. There's a flavor for everyone. They're sparkling wine-based. So we ship to most U.S. states. Head to SpritzSociety.com and also... Use the code LABORDAY15 for 15% off. You know, we have a code TOAST here, obviously, but this Labor Day sale is better than ours, so I'm not, pro- I'm not pushing code TOAST. I'm pushing code LABORDAY15, and it won't last long. SpritzSociety.com. Thank you, Claudia. A pleasure. Okay, first story. Olivia Jade Giannulli and Bachelor Matt James reportedly joined Dancing with the Stars. Giannulli was spotted being escorted into the rehearsal studio Tuesday in a video published by TMZ, which reported that her pro partner appeal appears to be Val Chermkovsky. Meanwhile, James, Matt James, has also been added to the lineup for the upcoming season of the ABC dance competition show, Us Weekly reported. It is unclear who he'll be paired with. I mean, this really is not a rumor because there's video evidence. And I'm just like taking a minute to ingest all of this okay. like for Matt James to do it that's not surprising after he people on The Bachelor go all the time it's a great way to boost your fame Matt and you know has been doing a lot of that after his time on The Bachelor it makes like total he, sense he hasn't been doing that much but okay really yeah I feel like him and Rachel are really low-key and like they just like you know ride around New York on their um bicycles and are just living life that's so interesting that that's your living life like they go to cool events because they're invited to cool events but I don't feel like they're on the the typical bachelor tract of like thirst monstering. That's very interesting. I don't see it like that's not how it's been perceived for me. Okay. But nevertheless, him going on Dancing with the Stars is it the natural order of things. Yes. But this Olivia Jade thing is throwing me through a loop, whatever the phrase is. Like, I don't know why this just like makes no sense because obviously it makes sense in the sense that like she's an influencer. She has this like big scandal, whatever. But people who go on Dancing with the Stars, there is an element of desperation mm-hmm. that Olivia Jade does not currently, or not, nor has she ever possessed. Like, at the end of the day, she's rich as hell, and she's, like, living life. So I just, it's like, people who go on Dancing with the Stars, either, like, on their way up or on their way down, trying to bounce back. And yes, Olivia Jade could probably use that bounce back after, like, the college admissions drama. But I don't know, I just feel like she's better than this. Okay, I mean, I hear why you say that because we always say, like, you know, and Dancing with the Stars really did start as, like, celebrity wasteland. But I do think now it's a lot, it's a lot cooler. Like, For just sure. based on the people that have come out of it and, like, the success that they've had from it. And Olivia, in she's been back for a while now. It's been a long time since, you know, she came back to Red YouTube. Table it's talk. been a long time since Red Table Talk and, like, She's nowhere. Mm-hmm. And I think, like, she, yes, she Needs a boost. She needs a boost, and she, her family, like, they're fine, and it's not about the money, but, like, if she wants to have a career, she needs to do shit like this. That's very true. And I feel like this is actually, like, a fun thing, a fun thing to do, like, as far as 
desperate activities go. You know, like yeah. you could do Dancing with the Stars, you could do a Depends commercial. Like, yeah. I'd rather do Dancing with the Stars. I guess that's true. No, and Dancing with the Stars has come a long way. It used to really be for people who were on the way down in their career. But honestly, now it's like a 50% people on the way down and 50% people on the way up. So they've made huge progress in... And like JoJo C was on this season. And it's a good season. I wouldn't say that she is uh, going up or down. I feel like she's just She's like, a star. She's a star. Totally. And she'll be dancing with the stars. Makes sense. <laughs> um, so I was just really surprised to hear this. Yeah, I but was you're right. Like it does make sense. It's hard when you have a scandal of that magnitude because even though time passes, you are left in this like vortex that you can't get out of because it's like always a thing you're going to be remembered for. So maybe I don't know if she like slips or something. She has to change the narrative. Yeah, she and, does. Like, she can't do that while like you know just taking vlogs, Instagram mirror pictures, and even not even the vlogs. Where yeah, because she vlogs? very she's done like five since her comeback. She's right. very sparse. Exactly. Also, some of the other contestants who were on for this season. Jojo Siwa, Kenya Moore. Shut up! Olympian Suni Lee. Oh, she's winning. That's actually like... No, and the talk co-host Amanda Klutz, who is a dancer. She is? Right? She used to post all Pilates. those dancing videos. She posts all those dancing videos. No, I think you're it confusing was, her with like another like influencer who does like dance workouts. Who? I don't know, but she does I Pilates. Think she's the influencer who did dance workouts. And then she became like so much more than that. But you like think? she's the dancer. Lot, no, Suni lot, Lee, in my opinion, has the biggest leg up here. Yeah. Or Jojo Siwa. Jojo Siwa actually, she came from Dance Moms. She's a classically trained dancer. Keep that in mind. So is Amanda Klutz, I believe. Like I think if we go to Amanda Klutz' Wikipedia, like she's Please a look dancer. It up. I'm pretty sure she's a Pilates expert, not a dance expert. Amanda Klutz is an American television personality, dancer, oh. and fitness instructor. Okay, but her one. fitness was her dancing. I understand. But the dancing was a lot of jumping around, not like Dancing with the Stars. I understand. Okay. No, it's, it's actually shaping up to be quite a competitive cast. Yeah. But and, we have this and, conversation every year. And like, relevant. Yes. We have this conversation every year about like, is it really fair? Like, of course, like, I want Suni to lead a win, and she probably will. Like, she's literally, like, she, there's nothing she can't do. She doesn't have to, like, a lot of people really go on and struggle with, like, the constant, like, the working out. A lot of people drop a lot of weight. Like, Suni Lee's been in Olympic training for four years. Like, this is nothing. Yeah. So she does have an unfair advantage. But Simone Biles was on. Did she win? No. I don't think she won, and people thought. But Lori Hernandez was on, and I do believe she won. So it's not like. A guarantee, but remember Heather Morris. Was that's on. the te like the iconic example. The girl Normani from Normani was on. Yeah, that's on. That's crazy, and she didn't win. <laughs> yeah, that's crazy. That is crazy. That just goes to show, like, yeah, no, it goes to show, like, that it's rigged. Mm -hmm. um, Normani's like the best dancer, dancer of, of all our time. time. Yeah, and she didn't win Dancing with the Stars. That's actually really funny. Also, <laughs> when it comes to Dancing with the Stars, I um. I had something to say, and it was worth saying, so just give me 45 seconds. Okay, take take all the time that you need. Dancing with the Stars. Now Dancing with the Stars reminds me of that Kanye song. I can't be out here dancing with the stars. Wait, what were we talking about? It was like right in my brain. Normani, Heather Morris, Simone Biles, Amanda Klutz. Yeah, it's coming back. Wait. Whatever. I hope Abby Lee Miller shows up. To root for JoJo? Yeah. You know, she's JoJo's biggest fan. Is she? She's come around. Oh. Even though, like, Abby Lee really didn't see in JoJo what the world saw in JoJo. Abby Lee, like, rejected her. She, like, left. Like, she was not popular or liked by Abby Lee. In Abby Lee's defense, 
if I may. And I don't watch Dance Moms, and I don't. I didn't see JoJo's departure. But you feel compelled to speak on. I feel compelled just from at a glance. Okay, Abby Lee's job was to find the best dancer. Yes. What JoJo does now does not have to do with being the best dancer. No, but also I'm so glad you brought that up because I could literally write a dissertation on this. Yes, while it was Abby Lee Miller's job to find the best dancer, she was truly clouded by so many other things that like. It was, first of all, she played favorites based on talent, but also just based on, like, personality. And then the mom's getting involved. Like, if she hated your mom, like, she hated you, too. Like, mm-hmm. like honestly, Chloe Lukasiak was, like, always right behind Maddie. Like, Maddie was always on top of the pyramid, and Chloe was, like, right behind. Even though, like, they really were, like, both equally talented. But I just don't think Abby liked her mom, Christy. And, like, that, that just added, like, a whole other political element. So, yes, while it was a talent competition, Abby wasn't always a fair judge. Fine. And the more seasons, not what I'm saying. The more seasons that went on, Abby became more and more delusional. Fine, not what I'm saying at all. But like the success that JoJo has had has been about her as a person, not as a dancer, not her, not her dancing. You know, I agreed with that. There was just another element in your sentence. I just wanted to correct. Sure, it sounds like you have like a bone to pick with dan- like with dance moms. Like I think we all do. Not me, because I didn't watch. You are so missing out, Jackie. I know, you've told me that, but Claude, I just can't, okay? No, now, I told you it years ago. No offense, you're too old to watch it now. No, you told me it a few months ago, too. And Did I, I said I would watch it, but, like, I'm not going to. Maybe you weren't pregnant yet, because now that you're pregnant, you can't watch Dance Moms. My kid could watch it. Literally. <laughs> okay, next up, some sad news. Andy Cohen and the Real Housewives of Atlanta stars send love to NeNe Leakes after her husband, Greg, dies of colon cancer. Greg Leakes died at age 66 following a battle with colon cancer. Publicist and longtime family friend Ernst Dukes confirmed in a Wednesday statement. This is so sad. So sad. A few days ago, it was reported that he was like on the decline. It was happening quickly. Nini opened a club in Atlanta called Lenithia Lounge. And she did like an event there. And I guess someone recorded it or just like told it to TMZ that she basically is like, I've been MIA. Like my husband has been dying. And I'm just like watching the person that I love just slowly die and then literally two days later yeah so fucking sad so sad i was like hit really hard by it you know Mm -hmm. i think a lot of people were because he was like nini like has been you know insufferable on the show she's been great on the show but greg has like always just been like her ride or die i think a lot of people were like really moved by their love story they got divorced and remarried like i don't know i just i feel so profoundly sad about this yeah and I know everyone else has. Andy left, like, a, a really nice message on his Twitter, even though, like, I don't believe him and Nini are even on speaking terms. Oh, that's so interesting. Yeah. But he said, I'm heartbroken over the passing of Greg Leakes, a wonderful man. I jokingly called him Pastor Leakes, but in truth, he ha- was a strong voice of reason and commanded great respect among the entire Real Houses of Atlanta team. I'm sending love and strength to Nini and the entire Leakes family. I do hope that, like, he reached out and maybe, Me you too. know, this could be a bridge. It would be great. And, you know, like... During the end of her time on the show, Nini was so mean and so unhappy. And it's almost like easy to look past that now, like knowing what she was going through with Greg. Like, I would, any person would be terrible to their friends. Like, so I do feel like Nini actually does deserve a second chance. And I just can't believe that, like, Greg beat cancer, you know? And then, like, all was good and then it wasn't. Yeah. Ugh, I'm so upset by this. And, I don't know, and like sad for their kids and Nini. And it's just really sad because he was like the best. He was really integral in bringing Kim Zolciak and Nini back together. Like he was just a good man. Like he really was a lovely, lovely gentleman. Yeah. And I'm deep, like, I know she's not on the show anymore, but like 
the world and the franchise, everything will suffer without Greg Leakes. And I'm, I'm so sad. Yes, I agree. His absence will definitely be felt regardless of her presence or not on the show. Yeah. And, you, and I hope all the ladies are properly. I, I a do lot of think, them have a lot of beef, like historical beef. Uh, yes, but I think this is one of those things Me where, too. like, the beef is set aside because you know it's usually pretty superficial beef, and it's like yeah. housewife drama and this and that. No, this is like Jill, Bobby, and Bethany. Yes, that's where everyone kind of had their rapprochement. Yes, exactly, exactly. Okay, our next story, um, Katie Thurston is reacting to Michelle Young's glam bachelorette oh, shut promo. Up. <laughs> so Michelle Young's bachelorette promo dropped yesterday, and it is flames. Sick-a. Sickening. It's, you know what it is? is? It's opulent. It's budget. It's budget. It's a little mix song. It's perfect. Like, it was just stunning. It really was like the, the creme de la creme of even like in the height of Bachelor days. Who, who got the best promos? When you think of the best promos, you Hannah think of Brown. Like Hannah Brown. Like this was everything like that. And we thought those days were over because of Katie Thurston's promo. The t-shirt. Yes. Team Katie. So Katie wrote, y'all, I wore a rubber purple skirt backwards, <laughs> which was a shout out to my vibrator. Regardless, I found love and I hope Michelle does too. Wait. That skirt was a metaphor? For her vibrator. I thought it was just ugly. Maybe it was like... Maybe the purple... The vibrator she brought on the first night, we couldn't see it was blurred out. Maybe it was purple. No, but then why couldn't she wear it forwards? She wore it backwards with the zipper in the front. Does her vibrator have a zipper? No, but maybe it's like she... That way she can unzip easily for her vibrator. But oh, everyone, for real? But everyone missed that. No, I'm just, I'm just trying guessing. to understand okay. Well, I'm metaphor. glad that Katie's seeing the... The hypocrisy in the budgets. <laughs> Post-production, These pre-production. Two pictures right next to each other are so fucking funny. Michelle is gorgeous. And, like, I really did enjoy that. It was kind of a reminder of, like, the good, the golden age of Bachelor. Yes. Because it was just, like, dripping in opulence and the roses. And they used to be, like, highly anticipated. And then recently it's just been, like, less and less. And it's like, who fucking cares? Um, but they brought it back from Shell, so that was nice. Yeah, that was nice. And it definitely, if you were on the fence about watching, like, I could imagine this would send you over the edge. And I also could imagine if you're Katie, this might send you over the edge. Yeah. She has a funny attitude about it. At the end of the day, she found love and she's happy and that's what matters. Um, and the fact that she's in on the joke, like, kind of makes me like her, even though I really, I didn't watch her season, I know nothing about her. I yeah, just love people who like, can, like... I feel like a lot of people, like, they would see, they would have, you know, their horrible promo. Moment. They would see the g- girl after them, like, literally two months later, and be, like, feel bitter about it, and then, like, on a podcast in a year, like, talk shit about it. Totally. And it's like, she just was like, came out. she came out, she's being honest, like, I'm here for it. Actually, you know what? I totally agree. <laughs> like, I have major respect for that. Right? Totally. So that's exciting. What was Katie's song? Do you remember? Do you think I literally know anything about what know. happened to Katie? Usually the song Which little mix song is it? However you want me. I think so, yeah. However do you need me. I mean, you can't go wrong with a little mix song. You just can't. Um, I have to say, the little mix bops that have been dropping, no offense, since Jesse left, are so good. That David Guetta song, how does it go? Heartbreak Anthem. This ain't a heartbreak anthem. I don't care what happened. So fucking good. Like, I don't know. Maybe Jesse was holding them back the whole time. No, see, as someone who's been there from the beginning, really, with these girls, the Jesse, the songs were great with Jesse. I was kidding. But with Jesse's gone, nothing has changed. That's what I've realized. And you know what? That's very similar to like when Zayn left the band. Like, honestly, my favorite album from One Direction is the one where Zayn wasn't in it. Yeah. Four. Honestly, five is too many in a band. 
Four is a perfect amount. Okay, but now Little Mix is three. A trio. How fabulous. Yeah, no, I agree. Like, just four Little is Mix great. can't be stopped. A four-part harmony. Like, four is actually a great number for, not a band, like a group, because bands play instruments, but... No, and Little Mix takes no time off. Like, every... I follow the Little Mix account on Instagram, and, like, literally every week they're dropping a song yeah, for the are. last five years. But you know what? They Two out of three of them just had babies, so I actually do think now they might be taking a small... A small break. No, it feels like it's more than ever now. No, because that song is everywhere. The yeah. Heartbreak Anthem. It's so good. Like, if I'm not listening to that song seriously in Ibiza in the next six months, like, get me out of here. I think you missed your season for Ibiza. I know. What's coming up? Um, In the fall, people go to... Okay, like, take me to Aspen. Oh, no, I can't deal with that altitude anymore. I'm never going above sea level ever again. Where do people go in the fall? Maybe, like, Lago An apple Como. orchard? Where? Lake Como. Okay, sure. Whatever. No, actually, I'm pretty sure, like, everyone went to Lake Como in August. But whatever. Whatever the cool travel destination is for fall, like, put me there and put that song on. And, like, I'm just going to show everyone my tits. Like, I just... I think it's Newport. Oh, yeah. We've got to plan our trip. I know. Okay. Our next story, Kanye West seems to hint at cheating on Kim Kardashian after two kids in new song, Hurricane. Okay, I totally missed this. 100% missed it. In his new song, Hurricane, which is featured on his recently released 10th studio album, Donda, the rapper seemingly hints that he cheated on his estranged wife, Kim, after welcoming their first children together. The lyrics go like this. Here I go, acting too rich. Here I go with a new chick. And I know what the truth is, still playing after two kids. It's a lot to digest when your life's always moving. Then another... Wait. Okay. It could also, the way that I perceive it, it's written in like a weird, bizarre, like third person. He could also be talking about Kim. Like Kim cheated. Just devil's advocate for a second that kim is acting too rich kim has a new chick oh <laughs> never mind <laughs> yeah, okay never no mind. but yeah maybe it's like that they're in different tenses because there's so, a big rumor sorry about kim and drake yeah but maybe sure may, okay. say that's true whatever but like if their marriage was strained for so many years like kanye probably got some too of course so still playing after two kids is that the only line that references it yeah, but then later in the song, which he, he says this, and I, when I heard it, I was like, okay, some accountability. He was like, architectural digest, but I needed home improvement. $60 million home never went home to it. Oh, my God, I love that line. Mm -hmm. And, th you know, there was an article in E! News yesterday, and even when it comes to the Kardashians, it's pretty reliable. A source says that Kim is open to the possibility. I just want to say, now that... E lost the show. That's They've true. become just as bad as everyone else. That's true. Oh like my God. They, what? they reported Kylie's pregnancy. Like they used to not until it was like direct from Chris. But now they're just like another Us Weekly when it comes to the Kardashians. That's so true. Oh my God. I didn't realize that like we no longer have. Actually, now when I think of Kardashian like verified news, I think of TMZ. Me too, but that's just because TMZ does the work. The other outlets just regurgitate what the other places are saying. And like random sources, but like literally TMZ's at the courthouse. TMZ, they have every medical oh yeah, file. The, oh yeah, if anything is in the courts, TMZ has it, <laughs> but they're like living in the trash cans, living yeah. in the dumpster, like in the bushes, like they're doing the work. Oh, that's so true. That's but, why it's it's good stuff. Yeah, that's true. But like, like I'm sorry, E! News doesn't have people in the dumpster. No, not at all. They just like wait to see what, you know, the wire, what, what wire They wait comes to see in. what TMZ pulls out of the trash can. <laughs> and then they regurgitate it like a day later. Yeah. Okay, that's so interesting. E! News, no longer a reliable source for Kardashians. I actually really agree with that. Yeah. It's not, I mean, it makes sense. They don't have the show anymore. Like, why yeah. would they like, they, why would they stop on reporting like things the Kardashians wouldn't want out there? It's September. We're almost at 2022. Like, where is the Kardashian show? 
keep waiting. I'm not even like waiting for it yet. I'm not even thinking about it. I feel like there's a chance they haven't even started filming it. I think they are taking a true break, break especially this summer. Like yeah. everyone's on vacation, living life. I'm just living life. Um, and so. Yeah, I feel that. Don't even think about it. I don't even it. need like a piece of content. I would just like to know like, what are we going to see? What, where do we watch it? Is it weekly? Like, I would just love some, some information, some details, some structure. You're not going to get it. No, I'm not. So I, I, like for me personally, when I know I'm not going to get what I want, I just have to like stop thinking about it. Yeah. You know, otherwise it's sure. a constant disappointment. Yeah. Are you ready for our fifth and final story? Yeah. I am. Are you? Uh, well, it's a catch 22. Okay. I'm only ready for the next story. If it's a story that's brought to you by PayPal. Yes. Then you're ready. When it's time to pay, why pull out your wallet or open your purse when you probably already have your phone in your hand? PayPal QR code payments are now accepted at CVS stores nationwide, so it's super easy to make touch-free payments with your phone, and you can get $10 cash back on your first purchase of $20 or more. So honestly, like we're, PayPal's just kind of living in the 21st century where we've all been in the Stone Age, like carrying around wallets. And usually when I go to um, CVS, I'm always walking Theo, and I never bring my phone and it's like, oh, I want a water, but I don't have my wallet. So like I always have my phone and never have my wallet. And now that you could pay, especially at CVS, because I go to CVS like four times a day. Now that you can pay for things on your phone with PayPal, it's so genius. So it's just a QR code. It's super easy to use. In just a few taps in the app, you're done. You're paid. You don't have to deal with all the annoying change, pulling out a credit card. And it works with a cashier or at self-checkout. So if you want to punch a checking uh a checkout machine, you can also use your phone to pay, which is huge. And you can use your phone to punch. <laughs> Plus, you can get $10 cash back the first time you make a purchase of $20 or more. It's like getting everything half off. I have used PayPal online for purchases for years, but now I love how we can use it in stores and we're getting the same security. Also, credit cards are low-key, like disgusting. Like they're covered in bacteria. Those machines are like literal cesspools. So just have your phone easy breezy. To get the $10 cash back on your first transaction of $20, or more, head to your local CVS and pay using the PayPal or the Venmo app. That's $10 cash back on your first purchase of $20 or more with the PayPal or Venmo app. And to see terms and learn about how you can earn the $10 cash back, go to, go to paypal.com slash toast. You guessed it. Sweet. Okay. Our fifth story is a little collab business news. Collab business? Collab business. Spotify is taking over Delta's entire in-flight audio section. Oh my God, it's about time with the radio. Like Spotify has announced that it's taking over the audio section of Delta's in-flight seatback entertainment by offering its most popular playlists along with 42 select podcast series starting on September 1st. While it doesn't mean that you'll get random access to all Spotify content, you'll get a decent selection of popular music and podcasts from the streaming service. The content is licensed directly by Delta and free for all passengers and includes podcasts like Crime Junkie, Science vs. Startup, The Dave Chang Show, The Hottest Take, The Journal, and more. I just have to say, Spotify stays winning. Like, they are geniuses they are like they've been buying up all these podcasts and now they're gonna take people on a plane oh you have nothing to do for six hours i'm gonna force you to listen to one of my podcasts yeah it's literal the most genius synergy or integration i don't know it's so smart i'm sorry like you could be mad but they're winning yeah you'll also get access to some of their playlists like mood Bo- booster r&b hot country mint today's top hits relax and unwind hot rap caviar. A great playlist yeah rap caviar people love that playlist too and, and people love indie. mood booster too yeah so pretty cool synergy news no it's so smart like it's every time spotify does something like i'm sorry they're just 
they're the best in the biz. And I'm surprised yeah. like Apple no, podcasts. No, Apple like the small changes that they do make are just making everything worse. Worse. Like the new browse and like li- like and when every you- every podcast has a channel. Just stop overcomplicating it. Yeah, and they like move the charts to like the way bottom and it's like that's the only thing you guys have going is your the charts. charts because like the charts are extremely telling. Telling and they, they're updated frequently. Like, even the Spotify, I look at their playlist, their podcasts, and, like, they have the top charts for shows, and then for, but it's not, very like, confusing. but not episodes. It's just, like, they're not charty over there. And, like, Spotify's still, like, not, they're big, but they're not the biggest in the podcasting space. Apple is. So, like, you would trust an Apple podcast chart. I've never checked a Spotify podcast chart in my life. Yeah, so, and then they just move all that to the bottom. It's, like, they don't want people on the charts, and it's, like, that's one of your strengths, Apple. I would lean into it. Yeah, I think Apple is losing at the Spotify, I mean, at this podcasting game so hard when they literally invented podcasting, and I think in, like, less maybe than five years, no one will be listening to podcasts on Spotify. They're just shitting the bed. They announced... Uh, sorry, on Apple. They announced this huge update. Like, Spotify's been doing all these amazing things. Apple finally announced all these things. I'm reading it. I can't, I'm like, who fucking cares? Yes, you can offer, like, a subscription on Apple. But do you know, literally, as a creator, creator, they take an enormous percentage of your... Why would anyone host a subscription service on Apple to give Apple a part of their percentage? Like, you're monetizing your own audience and giving money to Apple? And the Apple platform sucks. Like, I'm just every time they announce a new update, I'm like, you guys are not reading the room at all. No, and the Apple platform sucks. Like, every single day we post our podcast, and when we post the picture on to the Instagram, it means that the the audio and the video are both up, unless we specify that the video is not up yet. Right. Every single day, and every single day there are people who are like, why is it on Apple yet? And it's no, like people because Apple problems. fucking sucks. Yeah, Apple sucks. Literally a few weeks ago. Apple took almost 24 hours to upload our episode. It was on Spotify in a couple minutes. We upload through like a back-end dashboard and they distribute to all the platforms. Mostly people just listen on Spotify and Apple. And literally, and I put in a ticket with Podcast Connect. I'm like, is something broken for 24 hours? They're like, it can take up to 24 hours. It usually doesn't, but I'm like, it can? No, but I've also seen other creators, other podcasters who are like, it's not showing up on Apple yet. Like, listen on Spotify. Or if you subscribe on Apple, you have a better chance of getting it in your library than if you don't subscribe. But it's like, just fucking fix it. No, like, the most fundamental part of the podcast app is accessing podcasts. <laughs> and they can't even do that. Yeah. So, honestly, this whole Delta thing is genius. I think that I'm actually really surprised because as far as I know, the only airline that has a partnership with the streaming service is JetBlue. And JetBlue isn't an enormous airline. It's really not even that international. Um, but none of like American Airlines, United Delta have partnerships with like Netflix. And I'm always surprised because you're stuck on a plane. If I just had a fucking, everyone has to bring their iPad. If the stupid TV just had Netflix, like what a joy it would be. So I think this Delta Spotify integration is actually going to be huge. And the the whole audio element on planes is so broken. I think up until now, the Delta partnership has been with Sirius XM. So you can go to the radio tab of the TV and listen to like 40s on 40, 50 on 50s. And it's just not it no. at all. No. And like when are your AirPods going to be able to connect to your entertainment? Totally. I mean, it, it would definitely be, you know, a feat because then everyone's AirPods pop up. Oh, yeah. How no, do you handle like, that? <laughs> but it's 2021. Yeah. So I'm sure there's a way. No. And if there's not a way, like the, the headphones that they're passing out are just not cutting it. Oh, no. Oh, no. Oh, no, 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 no. Okay, let's talk about Real Housewives of Beverly Hills. Let's. The dinner party from hell. I think that's so offensive towards Kathy Hilton because... I couldn't agree more because it was heavenly in there. It was heavenly in there. I was 
living for every minute. I mean, the way some of the women were behaving were like, was like really cringy and like embarrassing and like they've never been to a nice place in Lisa their Rinna. life. Lisa Rinna. Even like Dorit a little bit. Sorry. Yeah. I love her so much. Sorry. No, but honestly, this was not a good episode for Dorit. Well, it wasn't. It wasn't. First of all, I wasn't a fan of pigtails at the most elegant dinner party we've ever seen. I wasn't a fan of like literally giving me Kyle and Shahida vibes with her fucking fake ass wedding dresses. Like this is Real Housewives of Beverly Hills. I'm sorry. We, we are beyond stupid ass this was Salt Lake City fashion show. Like, we, oh my God, stop you. We no. are beyond these little projects. Like these women, the Hiltons, like we are beyond these little projects. I'm sorry. Like even Beverly Beach was dumb. Like, I'm sorry. She's Dorit. allowed to work on her thing. No, of course. But like her trying on these three the dresses. The dresses were so pretty. When there's so much else going on. Okay, like, come on. The dresses were pretty. I thought it actually showcased like a cute dynamic between her and PK. I was not offended by any of it. Not offended. I just thought like we are above this. I enjoyed that scene considering it was like a personal home scene, which usually I don't enjoy. Okay, I did not. Okay, so there, so we disagree. That's on crazy. That. If anything else happened... Oh, the only other thing that happened in the episode before we get to the dinner party is Crystal had everyone over to talk shit about Sutton. Oh, my God. What the fuck was that? What the fuck was that from Crystal? Really? I forgot that they hated each other, that they had that I know, because you know what? They they said they put it behind them, but then, like, everything came out of, like, how Crystal really feels about Sutton when she was around one person who also doesn't like Sutton, which was Erica. And also low-key Kathy. Well, Kathy was just basically being like, you're so worried about your reputation. Don't worry. Nobody knows who you are. And then Crystal... And it's okay for Kathy Hilton to say shit like that. But then Crystal was like, yeah, I don't know who she is. So we don't know who you were either, Crystal. No, like, and relax. Crystal, like, also said that when she first came on. Yes. She said that about Dorit. And that seems to be, like, her, thing. her measure for, like, if someone is worthy. And I just, I think it's kind of low. And, and it's hypocritical because Kathy Hilton can say shit like that. Crystal, we hadn't heard of you. Maybe some people had heard of your husband. That's we what had, Garcelle said. Right. And I'm so glad Garcelle pointed that out. Like, I'm sorry. You can't say shit like that if you're not like you're not a household no, name but also just because you haven't heard of someone doesn't mean that their opinions don't matter or that they're not allowed to be concerned with their name mm-hmm. or this that and the other thing and also something that colored my view of the episode last night was this unseen moment that bravo cut out but they at, but they put in like unseen scenes at the at the meeting with at the meeting at, yeah. at Dorit's house when Sutton got everyone together to talk about Erica I it's guess, a really big piece of information it's a really big piece of information Sutton shared that when Erica was first going through her divorce that as Sutton had been through a divorce her lawyer said to her you know you might need someone who you can lean on for money you know they'll pay you back after but like you might need some money right now so Sutton said to Erica like when she had just initially gotten divorced she said you know I knew that my my lawyer said this if you ever need me to be that person I will be that person for you right and so we don't know if she ended up giving her money I don't think she did right but so I just think like Sutton is entitled to feel how she wants to feel where I'm losing Sutton is she's a big bad mama jamma talking to everyone and then she talks to Erica and she's like bleh Yes and no. I think the way that we're seeing it, yes, it's like she says she has big voice when she's not with Erica, but then she gets to sit with Erica and nobody fucking lets her speak. And maybe she's being long-winded because she's trying to couch what she's saying, the ultimate message. She's trying to make it sound less harsh, which I can, I think it's like not necessarily two-faced. And then she has Rina and Kyle saying, be honest, son. And she's trying to fucking speak and no one will let her speak. No, I'm sorry. Kyle, I do think was justified. Like literally she said in her backyard to Kyle, she was like, I am going to tell her straight to her face. I don't believe her. Blah, blah, blah. You're a liar. And then she's just getting there and they're having the conversation for a while. 
And Sutton never lands the plane. And she's like, no, like, I, I, I support you. And Kyle's like, what the fuck? I'm sorry. I actually really appreciated Kyle. Like, if you're going to take a stand, take a stand. I just think we're not seeing the whole conversation. Because That's I, possible. I, I really, it's too confusing. And also, like, Sutton is not backing down. Even when Erica talks to her like she's the literal shit on her shoe. Erica has to stop doing that. It's, like, Erica's behavior last night completely turned me off to her. And, me like, too. even wanting to try and find out, like, what she did or didn't know. Like, that's just not how you speak to people. And also, like, just be, like, these people are your friends. And, and if they weren't, you'd fucking know it. But they're doesn't mean they're not allowed to ask you a question about, like, the biggest thing that's going on in town right now. Right, because Erica's like, you're, to Dorit, you're torturing me with this. Torturing? It's everywhere. Like, it, what are we supposed to do? Not talk about it? Right. It's so stupid. And it's like, I don't know what the right way to go about this is. Like, definitely not the Lisa Rinna blind loyalty, moronic way of going about it. I feel like the person who has the most realistic outlook on it is probably Kyle. By the way, did you think it was weird that Kathy's like go-to butler didn't know who Kyle was? I did think that was. She was weird. like, "I'm Kyle. I'm Kathy's sister." I just feel like they're not close. I don't know, but I think the person who has the most realistic outlook on it is Garcelle. And yeah. when she said last night, like, and no one has any like the women keep saying, and when someone else brings up the orphans and widows, they're like, "Yes, of oh, course, yeah, we're worried yeah. about them." Like, no one is mentioning them. Like Garcelle was like, "These people had nothing, and now and they have less." less. Like, totally. Where is the energy for that? No, and this victim mentality from Erica is really starting to bother me. Like crying at every meal, and make like, look at my life. What about the life of people whose parents died in a plane and they literally got no money? What yeah. about their lives? I'd like to look at their lives because they seem a lot worse than you living in your casita. Like you're fine. Yeah. I couldn't agree more. Like, everyone has lost sight of everything. And it just looks like Erica's going to, like, get, uh, get away with all of this. I think Erica will. I think, you know, even... Even I, if she didn't know, like, whatever. No one's going to push her on anything. She's made it impossible to raise an eyebrow. And I think even in the legal system, I don't think she's going to go to jail or anything. Because it's all about, like, what did she know or didn't know. And there's really no way to prove that unless, like, you know, there's paper trail. But I don't think that there is. So I think that, you know, Tom is probably going to jail um Mm -mm. i don't think tom's not going to jail because of his he's too old like it's it's they don't send people that old to to jail i think it's like illegal why they sent like harvey weinstein harvey weinstein's like in his 60s or 70s no he but tom Girardi is like literally 1000 years old okay no let's see the difference no okay remember in shawshank redemption that guy gets out because he's old yes there is yes you can't like i understand what you're saying at a certain point you're not allowed to go to prison i'm telling you i don't know what the rule is i don't make up the rules harvey weinstein is 69 tom Tom is in his 90s i think he's in his 80s tell me and also one other thing tom jordy's 82 Mm. he's looking a lot older than that yeah he wants you to think that so that he that's part of his defense one other thought that i had and i think it was like something amongst what sutton said was like eric and tom were married for 20 years in the same month that Erica decides to divorce Tom is the same month that his whole Legal life is about to crumble. It's so fake. I'm sorry. Like, like I, if I had, if I'm being really cynical and thinking about what happened, it's that they knew that this was coming and Erica's running for cover. Of course. Not like, oh, we happened to get divorced and then the month later it happened that he's like the world's worst criminal. It's an amazing point. The odds of not even the same month, one week apart. Like mm-hmm. the odds of the divorce and the lawsuit coming out in the same week, agreed, when they've been married for 20 years, it's too weird. And I just feel like all of these women 
are worried that Erica's gonna be fine. Like she'll move on with her life. She'll build her life back up. She'll go back to being, you know, the favorite Beverly Hills housewife. And then she's gonna hate you because literally five years ago, you questioned on whether or not she stole money from orphans. So that's where Dorit is now. She's like, no, I support you. But also Dorit is like, you know, the audience fucking hates Erica. The audience is not standing for this at all. The audience- no. The audience stands thinks, with Sutton. And the audience thinks Erica knew everything. So it's like, which side do you play? Like you want to be popular. You don't want your Instagram comments to be flooded with like, you are supporting a, a mongrel, but also like you have to survive with these women. And if Erica doesn't like you, like she makes it very known. Like she is fucking annihilating Sutton. Sutton. And it's like, even though Sutton has decent intentions and Sutton like has fair points, she doesn't even get to them because she's getting annihilated by Erica. Mm -hmm. So Erica's impossible to talk to. And this is an impossible situation for the women. She's like, do I support my friend and maybe down the line she won't kill me? Or do I ask like the ethical questions and have the audience be behind me? Erica, I mean, Lisa Rinna has made it abundantly clear. Like she doesn't give a shit if the audience likes her anymore, which is crazy because that's all she cared about forever. Yeah. But I think what she does care about is being on the show. Right. And being in the good graces of the women and never being at a position where like you're kind of out of the group that you could be like cut out of the show. Yeah. Because at some point, if you're just not really friends with anyone and you're, like, boring, that's grounds for firing. Like, yeah. if you're, like, on the outskirts. So the dinner party continues next week. It's just... We didn't get a preview, though. Did we not? No. It's just, like, went the into the next show. The food looks so good. The lamb chops. Oh, my God. Caviar pie. Yum. Yeah, it was, like, egg caviar pie. It looked so good. Like, the house was so stunning. The decor was... Those baccarat, like, lamps everyone was, like... And, the like, just everything to a T. And it's, like... And we thought Beverly Hills was creme de la creme and like we were missing out on such creme. The creme of the creme. The cremey vibes. No, it was so good. And I just, I really do like love Kathy. I love her. I totally misread her in the beginning of the season. I thought that she was all over the place and she's not at all. She's I wonder, very I wise. I should go watch those episodes back and just see if maybe she was all over the place or if like there was just a side of her that like now matches up to like the woman that we know or yeah. that we're getting to know. She is. And... It's just, it's a pleasure. It's a pleasure. That is our show, and it was a pleasure. Um, anything else you want to say before we wrap it up? No, but check out The Redheads. If you're missing us already, you know, you can read the book or not read the book. We always do a summary at the beginning, so you'll know what we're talking about. And we're just talking about major themes in life, you know, family, love, honesty, secrets. Ooh. Can you ever keep a secret and it never tell anyone and, it cause, and it's better that way and no harm done? Mm. Or does everything have to get out in the open eventually? Everything comes out in the wash. I really do believe that. And I, you, you can keep a secret, but it'll eat you up. And then you'll become like a miserable little fuck. I mean. I didn't read the book. I don't know what it's about. But it sounds, like I, sounds like I nailed it. <laughs> that actually is the book, yeah. <laughs> Thank you guys so much for listening to the Morning Toast, the Millennial Morning Show, where we deliver the fast five stories that you need to know every Monday through Friday on YouTube. So if you're watching this on YouTube, please feel free to subscribe and give this video a thumbs up. We're also available as a podcast anywhere podcasts can be found. So that's Spotify, iTunes, Stitcher, Public Radio, iHeartRadio, CastBox, all the places. So wherever you listen to podcasts, find us, The Morning Toast, and leave a five-star review about how beautiful, stunning, and smart we are. Hope you have an amazing day. It's been a pleasure. If you're still here listening, leave the emoji on our most recent Instagram of just like the cardboard box. Like, I don't know, I'm just feeling boxy. Have a great day, everyone. We'll see you tomorrow. Bye.